If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help Catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Are you a fan of Wayne's World, daily meditation, and red wine? I love all of those things, but that's not what this podcast is about. I believe time is valuable and how we spend it matters. That's why I've aggregated a decade of experience running my business and my passion for personal growth into short 10-minute episodes. This is Photo Business Help. Join me, Natalie Jennings, twice a week for lessons on everything I've learned on my journey from high school teacher to full-time photographer and business coach. I'll dive into marketing, meditation, and content creation, photography basics and organization, and the power of a healthy mind, body, and spirit connection. If you want to grow in business and live a better life, join our community of motivated, open-minded creatives. Let's do the podcast now. Is that good? Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Photo Business Help Podcast. I'm here with Becca Dilly. This is episode number three of our four-part SEO series. So if, you, uh, if you're tuning in today but you have no idea what I'm talking about, uh, look on back through the archives and check out episodes one and two so you can get set up and follow along in these mini lessons with us if you want to get a better idea of um, what the heck to do with SEO. Becca is also offering an SEO download. It's a PDF called 10 minutes to jumpstart your website seo using captions if you would like to grab a copy of that head to beccadilly.com forward slash seo uh today we're going to talk about um the anatomy of a blog post so seo obviously is tied very closely into the content that you are posting and um this is a little bit more i don't know a little bit more kind of detailed and nitty gritty in terms of um, stuff that we're going to dig into. So I'm going to, Becca, I'm just going to let you sort of take over here and let people know the the basic things that they should be paying attention to and, and sort of what they can do to improve um, their posting strategies. Awesome. So I think, um, you know, we already talked sort of like overview, kind of how to think about SEO. But this is a little bit more like on the practical side of like, you are going to sit down and write a thing. What should you know about? So, (laughs) yeah, Um, I will say that making sure that you are writing content that is relevant to people who are searching for it is the overarching thing that you that connects all of these episodes and all of search engine optimization in general. So there's no point in writing a blog post or getting into the anatomy of it until you really think about what you're trying to say and how your clients would like to hear it. So that's like point one. Once you've gotten to that point, here's sort of the more practical side of how to write it. Because if you're on the back end of WordPress or um, I have used Squarespace and they have been pretty good for SEO as well. Um, WordPress is definitely sort of the gold standard for how to craft your own SEO messaging and everything. But when you're on the back end, like there's a ton of stuff to think about. And so we'll kind of get into the practical side of that. I like, um, I like what you said about choosing content, um, or, or how you write your content. I, 
I kind of share that that same message as well in my content creation class where it's yeah. like, you know, if you can get to a place where you can picture your ideal client, like who are you writing this for and what do you want them to do? Oh, I would tell you even one step further than that. What would, how would they want to hear it? You know, like how, how would it be right. meaningful for them to hear it? Because if they find the result in a search, like what's going to be like, that's like, that's what I was trying to find. You know, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, how you yeah. think about it. Yeah. And you need to kind of think about that before you write your content because there's a lot of, again, I hate saying keywording because people get so like caught up in it. I'm just going to say you want to kind of think about a phrase or two that is the distilled down version of this content because that phrase you want to use in a lot of places. You're going to want to use it to rename your images that you use. You're going to want to use it. Well, let's just get into it. I am just going to pull up one of my actual blog posts um, because I am a wedding photographer primarily. I also do editorial stuff. And so this is this is how I get all my clients is through my um, through my blog. That is the way that I connect with clients. And when you say through your blog, you're saying um, when people search Google and find you. Yep. Yep. Um, so I wrote a piece recently called the real question, the real wedding photography questions I wish you would ask. And the purpose was that it's sort of an FAQ, but it's an FAQ turned around a little bit. So instead of just like questions, you should ask your photographer, which I feel like a ton of people have written <laughs> and I have a lot of feelings about those lists because sometimes I'm like, oh, why are you asking me this question? So the number one question that I wish was not on those lists is how do you uh, or like what cameras do you shoot with? Because unless you're a photographer, like you don't know what a stand Sony AR7 III is. Like I'll tell you, I 100% will tell you, but what you actually want to know is how do you choose equipment and do you have backup equipment and insurance? Like are you taking the the like technical side of this seriously and professionally. So anyway, the point of this was questions that I want you to ask me. And so the keyword that I had was um, wedding photography questions, which is pretty generic, but I kind of think that's what people are going to search for. And my vision is they search for like questions to ask your wedding photographer or wedding photography questions. Again, Google's gotten real cool about like actual language. So it doesn't matter. Um, they're, they're synonyms with each other. So don't get too caught up in the wording um, that they would look, you know, they in Google, they'd be like wedding photography questions and mine would show up. They'd be like questions I wish you'd ask me. And they'd be like, Oh, that's interesting. You know, the real wedding photography questions I wish you would ask that's in a sea of like 10 questions to ask your photographer. This will stand out a little bit, but is also totally relevant to what I'm actually trying to say. Cool. No, that's really helpful. Yeah. So I have a Yoast, I have a Yoast SEO plugin. I just have the free one. Basically all it does is what I would tell you to do, but it's just like gives you a little green check mark if you did it. So you just don't have to think about it, um, except that you need to think about your, your phrase first. So it calls it a focus key phrase. I think that's a great way to think about it. Um, my focus key phrase, like I said, is wedding photography questions. So when I'm putting together this post, I am using some images that I uploaded specifically for this post. They're all wedding images because it's about a wedding. Um, and some that I'd already had uploaded from other weddings. Uh, when you have images, 
you want to have them uh, have two things. One is an alt tag and one is a caption. I don't caption all of my images. Um, I do try to alt tag all my images. The purpose of an alt tag is for someone who is visually impaired to be able to understand the content if it is only text-based. That is the original purpose. For a while, until pretty recently, alt tag was where you stuffed all the keywords you wanted to find because that showed up better on image searches. But Google has stopped caring about that. If you use the same alt tag for all of your photos on a page, it's as, it's the same as not doing anything ultimately because you're not actually describing what is in the photo. So your alt tag should literally be a description. It should be a description of like bride touches groom's face in front of the Capitol building in Madison, Wisconsin. That would be a fine description. You know, you could talk about the colors, you could talk about like what is actually happening, but if someone were visually impaired, it should be enough to give them the content. Likewise, if you're using a graphic or an image as an illustration, so if it's your header, it should actually be like header for article about wedding photography, because the point is not that it's an image. The point is that it's a header. Okay, cool. So we've got, so you've got like your focus key phrase, phrase. which is basically, um, and that's prompted by Yoast. I use Yoast as well, but it's also something that you should think about if you're not using Yoast to have. You should think about it before you do your content, because when you, if you're making a whole bunch of images, if you're resizing a whole bunch of images to put in your blog, you might want to rename them all to wedding photography questions venue, wedding photography questions, whatever, like having that reinforce on the image name and be reinforced in the content and the captions and the alt text is very valuable as long as it is also relevant to what you're doing. Okay, cool. So we've got, can you go over just um, kind of um, count off, count off your fingers, the things that you've covered um, and the, and the think, top things that people should be paying attention to when they are in the back end, putting their blog posts together. Yeah. So think about your key phrase. Great. Make sure that your images are alt text are alt tagged with descriptions. Whenever relevant, put in a caption and a caption you should think about more like an Instagram post, like maybe a few, maybe a sentence or even a few sentences that's fun and engaging about that image. So your alt text is descriptive and your caption can be like, I love photos of mothers and sons, they just really connects with me or whatever, you know, something that is that is relevant to the image, but also is uh, a caption and not a description. Um, and then make sure that your content reinforces your key phrase. So this article that I'm talking about has a lot of questions in it. Um, and so I have, you know, like the, the title also uses the, the key phrase um, or words from the key phrase. Uh, I have can you mention it again one more time, Becca? Yep. So the real wedding photography questions I wish you would ask. And my key phrase is wedding photography questions. Then I also have tags for my post. Those in some uh, posts, uh, in some like themes will show up. I always add tags. Um, so I have wedding photography questions in there and also questions you should ask your photographer, a few other things like that. And then, um, if you look at your Yoast SEO is also going to suggest that you have at least 300 words of content. I would say probably more than that for most, uh, most blog posts and most pieces of content pages and things, I would say somewhere between 300 and a thousand words would be good. Make sure that you rewrite your meta description. So that's what shows up in like, um, actually in the search. So if you don't put anything in your meta description, when you search for wedding photography questions, it'll just be the first paragraph of text, which might be more of an intro. And you can actually make your meta text 
uh, exactly relevant to someone who is looking for this article. So my meta text is. And that's that little blurb that comes up under the title of what you, of all of the things that come up in a Google search. So that little meta blurb for me is often like the reason I click on something if it's enticing enough. Totally. And it's so much better if it's a cohesive sentence instead of just like the, the first part of the paragraph that you wrote first. This one, um, I don't have a lot of captions in this one because it's very text heavy with all my questions. But for example, I have an image that I've used in other places. It's of a wedding. And so uh, let me just pull it up. My alt text is uh, ceremony at machine shop, which is a location uh, in, in Minneapolis. And the caption is, this image of the ceremony was taken with a tilt-shift lens. The rose prisms, which are part of the, the, the decor, kind of fade into a soft bokeh and the focus stays sharp. Um, and so I'm describing what's going on in the, the photos in the alt text. Like, it's just a very broad description. But the caption is, like, telling you how I made the photo. It's giving you some relevant information. Cool, cool. I think what might help people um, to sort of wrap this episode up is just one more time talking about each element that you covered. And then if you guys want to head to the show notes, um, you can find uh, not only a link to the blog post that Becca's talking about right now, but you'll be able to sort of look over all of these things that we're covering in text format if you learn better that way. So Becca, do you want to just um, one more time sort of run over the anatomy of the blog post? Yes. So the first thing you need to do is think of your content first so that you can develop a key phrase. You're going to use that key phrase throughout. You're going to use it in your content, in your alt text, and in other places. So uh, think of your content and your key phrase. Then use the Yoast SEO plugin. Once you write your content, use the Yoast SEO plugin to guide you on where uh, you could use improvement. Make sure that your alt text and your captions are relevant. Um, and whenever appropriate, your alt text contains your key phrase, um, but that your alt text, your alt tags should be relevant to the image first. Your captions are really underutilized. So if it's possible to make a caption and something engaging, then go ahead and do that. Um, and then lastly, make sure that your metadata, um, your meta description um, works as well to promote your piece. Thank you. Um, and uh, we may as well mention it here too, even though it's in the show notes, but where can people find this particular post if they want to take a peek at it? Oh yeah. Well, you can look at my website. It's beccadilly.com. And this particular one, let me find the slug for it. It is beccadilly.com. Um, well, it's on my blog. The real photography questions. I wish you would ask. You can probably Google for it. It should show up. <laughs> Ooh, that would be a fun experiment. Cool. Yeah. All right. That's also going to be in the show notes. So thanks again. Um, today, Becca. We'll be back with uh, one more episode on our four-part series on the basics of SEO. Thanks again. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. If you enjoyed the show, a quick reminder to head to jennings.photo forward slash review to leave a review for this episode. iTunes is still the biggest player when it comes to reviews and podcasts getting found. So if this is helping you out, if you like it, head on over to jennings.photo forward slash review and leave us a review. We really appreciate it. Appreciate you listening. We'll be back very soon. <laughs>